Next on BYU Sports Nation, game day eve for the 91st edition of BYU-Utah. What are your bold predictions for Saturday's highly anticipated rivalry showdown? Former BYU and NFL quarterback John Beck joins us live 10 years after his epic game winner at Rice-Eccles Stadium. Plus, NFL linebacker and former BYU great Brian Keel tells us what BYU's biggest advantage is tomorrow. It's a slam dunk. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Station live in Radio Vision. Omaha from Deseret First Credit Union and not Studio B. We're calling an audible on the Friday. We got out. Before (laughs) BYU-Utah. Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. September 9th, wherever and however you are dialed in. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with BYU Sports Nation financial planner, Jerem Jordan. It's been a great year for us. Uh, I've sent the numbers to the Big 12. Hopefully they get it, you know. And it's a blue goggle kind of day, yeah. man. Yeah, it, it, it is. is. Yeah. These, these guys and girls are ready. We got, we got the Cyclops blue goggles on. If yeah. you're local, you want to come down, hang out. It's going to be awesome. Uh, we're going to have a dunk tank later. In fact, they're setting it up right now. Yeah, we've like, got a few surprises. Yeah, like it looks, it looks like we're going to have a live cougar in there or something. <laughs> like, is it, there, there's actually going to be enough water in there? Yeah, so I, oh. uh, apparently I'm going in later. Listen, when we do a it's show big, enough. we whip out the dunk tank. We don't mess around, man. We, we, don't we mess go around. to the dunk Let's tank. Go. By the way, huge shout out to Greg Wright, who showed up. Oh, yeah. Kay? I've heard about this guy. Finally, now, we met him. We have seen pictures of this truck taken and sent to us on Twitter. He he has the blue goggle BYU Sports Nation decal on the back of his truck along with Sailor Coog. The dude The knows mustache how. mafia on the yes. side. Uh, Larry Chris Koviak reference on the other side. I mean, that is an elite truck. The dude knows how to fan, okay? He fans hard. Yes, he does. <laughs> and a shout-out to all of you watching wherever and however you are joining us today. It's good to be outside and in temperatures above 40 degrees. Yeah, last time we came, it was a, a little bit chilly. In fact, we both had beanies on. Yeah, it was cold. Coats, gloves. It's great to be here. It really, it really is. And thanks uh, to Deseret First, of course, for their sponsorship of uh, our phone line when we go to guests and as well as uh, being here today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Maybe you've heard the Cougars take on the Utes in a football game tomorrow from Salt Lake City at Rice Eccles Stadium. Countdown to kickoff starts at 6.30 Eastern. Live on BYU TV, Jerem Jordan is the mastermind behind that program. I wouldn't go that far, but sure. Uh, and Spencer will be up at Rice Eccles giving us live reports. We will talk to Johnny Harleen tomorrow. Ten years after the, the catch, I told him to run all the way out to the spot. And he said, everyone told me to do that in 2009. And he said that someone, uh, someone, a former BYU player, said they'd give him 100 bucks if he did it. <laughs> so I'm debating whether I offer that same thing. Now, to if get him he to go runs out yeah. there and then simulates what happened, like I did slid in, in the end zone. Yeah. He's like, it'd be awkward. I can't, yeah. No, do it, do it. It hey, would be hilarious. Hey, last night, seventh ranked BYU women's soccer shut out SMU 4 0 last night. Michelle Murphy Vasconcelos scored two goals as the Cougars improved to 5 and 1. Shockingly, Ashley Hatch did not score, but. Yesterday, when I jokingly called her selfish for scoring eight goals, she had two assists. Yeah, of course. She so heard she, you. Yeah, she heard me. She heard you. But, but it was a joke. Keep scoring. Keep scoring. Eight goals and two assists last night. You know who else scored? Elena Medeiros. She's still leveraging the BYU Sports Nation karma that we gave to her. And 
Hannah Clark, the Grim Keeper, had a shutout. How about that? Yeah. Back to back, baby. Karma. They play the Ohio State next week. Monday, that's a that's a big game. Get it done in Columbus. The, the NFL kicked off last night, continuing Sunday as Dennis Pitta, DeAndre Wesley, and the Ravens play the Buffalo Bills. Pitta listed as the number one tight end on the depth chart, expected to appear in his first game since, get this, September 21st, 2014. He went on an injury mission, Spencer. Dennis Pitta can relate to Taysom Hill, okay? That's a guy that can relate to Taysom Hill. Let's keep him healthy all season long. Good luck to all of the former Cougars, by the way, as they open their respective NFL seasons. And don't forget about women's volleyball. They rank 10th in the country. They're playing in the Taysom Hill Invitational, a.k.a. the Idaho State Invitational in Pocatello this weekend. They play Donkey Teeth, Boise State, today at <laughs> 6 Eastern, and Missouri and Idaho State tomorrow. They're undefeated. Keep it rolling. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. One day away. BYU-Utah kicks off in a little over 24 hours. So let's set the table for what this game actually means. It is everything to a lot of BYU fans. Some fans feel so strongly that they say, if BYU wins this game, I don't care if they win another game all season. That's uh, slightly irrational. That's how they but feel. But that's part of the blue goggle yes, deal, dog. That is how some people feel. Now, you and I don't feel that way, but we understand how much passion goes into this rivalry for BYU fans, especially those that have to hear it from their Utah counterparts. Yes. And speaking of that, let me tell you a story about my conversation with Taysom Hill yesterday. I asked him what the rivalry means to him this year, and he said something that I thought was absolutely fascinating. He said, BYU Sports Nation and all of the fans showed me so much love during my comeback and all of my injuries. Like, I felt the support and love so strongly that I want to do everything I can to win for them so that they can go into their workplaces, into their neighborhood parties, in front of their Utah friends with their heads held high so that they can end the misery and look them in the eye after a BYU win. I thought that was amazing. I'm getting emotional. After you just said that, I might, I might even cry. I might even cry a lot when I'm soaking wet later. Well, then I but, I, but I love that. I called I him that. on a little. I was like, "Wow, you're scoring some points." The fans, he's like, "No, I don't think you understand. I, I mean this. I want to do it for them." And he's only played in this game once. It was 2013. BYU lost that game by seven. So yeah, this is certainly a big week for BYU trying to break that streak. And it's not just that streak. It's it represents uh, more than that. The first year with Kalani Satake and. Uh, you know, trying to predict the future is hard, but we want you to in today's Twitter question, which is this. Yeah, let's get bold. What's your bold prediction for BYU versus Utah? Use the hashtag BYUSN at Herbert P. Winkle. Jamal runs for 200 plus. Whoa. BYU wins, and everybody wears their seatbelts on the way home. <laughs> hashtag safety first. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> It's always multiple, you know? We, yeah, said, we ask yeah. for one bold prediction, and, like, and then people come in with like four. No, this, this is going to happen. This BYU is great. <laughs> Jamal runs for 200-plus. That is spicy. That would be juicy. That is a spicy prediction. Mm. All right, we're going to continue a tradition that we started last week on BYU Sports Nation. We call it going for two. Can you predict the future? These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by BYU Dining Services. Here is how it works. Jeremy and I each make two predictions for the game that comes up 
this weekend. It happens to be BYU-Utah. Last week, mm-hmm. I was 1-for-2, Jerem 0-for-2. So a 1-0 lead right now. We're keeping track. We'll yep. have the scoreboard updated on Monday. But Jerem, head for the loser. What? No, 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 please, no. <laughs> no. You can't do it, man. No, no. No, no. I don't want that either <laughs> for my sake. I can't believe you've brought that up, and you're trailing, man. I know. I know. Okay, so. Oh, it's week one. Calm down. Well, let me. Let's let's go here, okay, Jerem? How are you going to get back? How are you going to get back in this race? I don't want PATs. I want two points. So here we go. Okay. Number one, the BYU defense will have at least one takeaway. That doesn't sound crazy, though, right? No. But it is. The last three games with Utah, the Utes haven't turned the ball over once. Okay. So that's a that's a bold prediction of some kind. Okay. Okay. Number two. Jamal Williams will score two touchdowns. I said he would do that last he week. He didn't score last week at all. In fact, in the last 16 games for Jamal, he's only scored two-plus in three of those. So Jamal Williams will score two-plus tomorrow. Those are my two. Jerem's going for two bold predictions. The defense will have a takeaway, and Jamal Williams finds the end zone twice. Doesn't sound crazy. But that stuff hasn't happened a lot, so I'm going there. So, yeah. I mean, you have to take it in context, right? For me, my first is this. Taysom Hill will pass for 300-plus yards Mm. against Utah's talented secondary. I think they're going to load the box, and they're going to force Taysom to beat them with his arm. Guess what? He's a way better passer now. He's more mature, and he has all the confidence in the world in himself and his receivers to go and do that. They're going to have the box all you want. BYU will have to be more effective in intermediate and deep balls than they were against Arizona this week for that to happen. My second going for two prediction is Utah will not win the turnover battle. Oh, I thought you were going to say the game. Which brings us (laughs) to our stat of the day. Well, that'll factor into it. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Since 2006, BYU is a perfect 3-0 against Utah when even or positive in turnover margin. We were looking at that this morning. It's crazy. If BYU loses the turnover battle, they're negative. They lose the game. That's how it's worked the last 10. If they're even or positive, as you mentioned, they win. They win. They win the game. So the BYU has to win the turnover battle. Guess what? BYU was plus 2 last week, plus 15 minutes in time of possession and still needed to make a drive and kick to win that game. It matters so much. Kyle Whittingham, Utah head coach, said for Utah, they win mid-90s percentage uh, of games when they're two-plus. That's a crazy number. Plus one, 80%. That's huge. Which is why he said, other than the actual final score, it is the number one statistic in determining games. Wow. Wow is right. So... Let's take it a step further, Jerem. BYU 3-0 against Utah when they're even or win the turnover margin. Last 10. I've been piping it all week. Expect the unexpected. All of the trends point in favor of Utah winning this game, of winning the turnover battle. It's at their place. The line. Kyle Whittingham versus his understudy, Kalani Satake. What can BYU in a, under a first-year coach and staff do in a hostile environment like that? Utah's supposed to win this game. The pressure's on Utah. Expect th- the unexpected. I think – and how about this? Ralph Zokolowski, longtime statistician on the radio broadcast, spit this one out on Twitter. Love it. Senior quarterbacks versus Utah. Since 1972, is that yes, what it was? Yes, yes. BYU's 12-2. 12-2, and the two were Riley Nelson and Kevin Federick. I think that Taysom Hill is in a class above those two when it comes to historically at BYU. At least he has to have a good season to maybe climb into that. 
BYU's like got a senior fact. quarterback that matters. going into BYU-Utah. It absolutely and even then, matters. Even then, BYU has a, a misses three field goals that would have tied that game and pushed it into overtime in 2012. And it was a seven-point game, excuse me, three-point game in 99. So if my logic is correct, Utah is saying Utah will not win the turnover battle, then BYU is going to win the game. If BYU wins the turnover battle, I expect BYU to win the game. Yes. It matters. Even if they're even. Why can't Utah turn it over five times in the first quarter and BYU scores on every one of those? <laughs> Why can't that happen to BYU? <laughs> Jeez, that was terrible. <laughs> and yet they still made it a game. You, put, you pull off the pedal. I know. You're but 35 that, nothing. Listen, you, you cruise in third gear, man. Got to play the full 60 minutes. And they did, and they won. Like, Yeah, six turnovers in the first then. Going for two brought to you by BYU Dining Services, chef-driven, student-powered. Our conversation, as you can tell, is rolling right now on Twitter. At SA underscore BYU fan says, Brian Logan will debut a rose gold hairstyle on Countdown to Kickoff. (laughs) As his bold prediction, it'll go viral and distract Utah players for the win. I'm cool with that. All right. Fine with me. BYU Sports Nation continues next. Former hard-hitting BYU linebacker Brian Keel joining us, but first... A quarterback that knows a thing or two about winning against Utah, John Beck, on the show. Stay here. Dunk tank. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures in high definition on BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Tell us your bold predictions for tomorrow's game Using the hashtag BYUSN. Tomorrow night, 6.30 Eastern time. Countdown to kickoff is live on BYU TV from Provo and Salt Lake. We will get you ready for the game against the Utes, which is on Fox. Hang out with us tomorrow night, 6.30 Eastern time. It's going to be awesome. As I mentioned, what is your bold prediction for BYU versus Utah? At BYU Baller 10 says, Jake Oldroyd throws the game-winning touchdown ah! pass to Holder Mitchell Jurgens. Oh, my goodness. That would be crazy. Can you imagine if back-to-back weeks Jake Oldroyd's the hero? He's already the king of Provo. Listen, this is a game that might very well present that opportunity for Jake Oldroyd I, because it generally comes down to the last minute or a field goal or a last-second drive. Andy Phillips, automatic Andy as they call him up there, uh, whose sister, by the way, Busy Phillips, plays on the BYU soccer team. So he wears BYU women's soccer gear, and she wears, like, Utah football gear to be supportive. He uh, injured his foot, and they actually kept him out of most of the Southern Utah game, made a field goal, but missed one as well. So I wonder in the kicking game, one, BYU's one-kick wonder, Jake Oldroyd, and then the injured Andy Phillips, what role that will have in the game. Yeah, how much of a factor will those two guys play? By the way, Andy Phillips is the oldest player in tomorrow's BYU Yeah, he's 27. Uh Desmond Howard, Andy Phillips is 27. Where are you now? Competitive advantage. Yeah. He's been, he was skied and then kicked, and that's an advantage. <laughs> Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline, good friend of the program, former BYU and NFL quarterback John Beck. Oh, Johnny Beck's here. Welcome, yeah. John. It's great to have you on during Rivalry Week, man. How are you? I'm doing good, guys. Johnny Harleen is one of the alumni flag bearers. Now, Jerem texted him along with like 100 other of his friends, maybe you did too, and told him to run right to the spot where he caught the game winner in 2006. Now, is that asking too much of Johnny? <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> right? We think we, I think we need to put the pressure on. That's a good idea. Whoever was the first person to think of that, that was pretty, pretty good thinking. John, can you believe it's been 10 years since Beck to Harleen? 
And that's the so, last win for BYU in Salt Lake. I gosh, I can't believe it. But then when I look at my four kids, and I gotta have a birthday cake with thirty-five on top of it, <laughs> yeah, then I do. You're old, John. Is it weird getting old? Wait, say that again. Sorry, cut out. I know it's fine. It's probably good that it did cut out. So I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're old. We're getting old, man. Is it weird? <laughs> well, you know what? It is weird because I seriously don't feel that old. I'm fortunate that I get to spend the time in my job around a bunch of high school, college, and young, you know, pro guys. So I, golly, sometimes I feel the exact same age as them until a night like a few weeks ago when I got to have a birthday cake with 35 on it. I'm like, wait, something is up. John, how has the, uh, that play evolved in the telling over the last 10 years, or how have people reacted to, to that uh, since then? Well, I'm like a fish story. I can't change the size of it. Right. So it stays the same. So that's the one thing that's remained constant. The story remains the same. But I think the thing that's been cool for me throughout my life is that wherever I go, people have me attached to that play, and they tell me where they were when it happened or what situation they had or what experience it was like for them. And for me, that's kind of been the coolest part, you know. Um, sometimes youth fans kind of, you know, unhappily tell me what happened with their life at that point when that happened. But it's been cool to be around people. BYU fans that just, hey, I was at my brother-in-law's place. I was here. I was there. Or I've even come across people that I was sitting in the stands at this spot. And so for me, hearing their personal stories about where they were and what was taking place during that play, that's been the cool part for me. John Beck with us on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. We are live from Deseret First Credit Union on a Friday, game day eve for BYU and Utah. What do you expect in tomorrow's game between the Cougars and the Utes with BYU's first-year coaching staff under Kalani Satake going against his former mentor, Kyle Whittingham? Okay, I'm really excited for the game. Uh, yesterday, I actually went on the Pac-12 network and watched the replay of the Utah, uh, Southern Utah game just because I wanted to see. I really haven't paid attention to Utah football and knowing who they had playing quarterback or what's going on in the situation. I, I kind of wanted to see what the matchup was like and uh, I'm, I'm just excited for the game in general because it is a BYU-Utah game. And I think that when they, when, when they left the conference and BYU became independent and that went away for a little while, I, that was just something didn't feel right. And the fact that they've been able to play a few times uh, recently, I was at the bowl game with you guys, to have the bowl game go down the way that it did, there's a lot of players from BYU's team that were, you know, starters on the field for that bowl game. So I'm sure that in their hearts and minds, that plays a part in it. When I was a player, I carried with me the past BYU-Utah games. Well, from my sophomore to junior year, I remembered those games. I remember how they went down. I remember how I felt. And I felt like all the things that I could take to help me prepare better for the one that was at hand was going to help. So I'm sure there's a lot of excitement for the players that have been on the team and then also for the fan base in general because it's, it's the BYU-Utah game, and it feels a little weird because it's at the beginning of the season, but it doesn't change the fact that it's still the Holy War, and that's exciting. You uh, ran out one of the three alumni flags last week. What did you notice from this BYU team that gives you hope that BYU goes into Salt Lake and wins? Well, you know, first the real cool part about that was I got to run out uh, with Max. We both of us, same high school, same hometown, and before the game I got to go in the locker room and see all those coaches, and it's crazy the ties that I have with almost every single coach on that staff. And that, to me, is an exciting thing because I know them all so well. I know how much it means to all of them. And kind of the vibe in the locker room, it was so 
calm, confident, and relaxed when I went in there. Like, I did not get a sense that anybody on that team was overly nervous or worried about what the outcome was going to be. And that excites me. When you get that feeling of you know the team is going to go out and play with the fearless mindset, and a lot of that stems from how the coach acts, how the assistant coaches act. You know, players spend all of their time around the coaches. And if you have coaches that worry or coaches that are afraid of the outcome or undecisive or all those things, it can affect the player. And to know that that was the feeling when I walked in the locker room, I'm guessing it's going to be the exact same this week. Those guys, it's going to be the same calm, confidence, and they're going to go and play fearless football. And I'm sure that emanates from the way that Kalani is when he talks to the team. So that, to me, gives a lot of confidence in the way I feel this team's going to go walking, up, walking into the stadium up there tomorrow. I get the sense, John, that this game uh, has more pressure carried with it for Utah than BYU because they are the favorites and they are home, and Kyle Whittingham is supposed to beat his understudy per se. Do you feel like there is more pressure on Utah to win this game compared to BYU? You know what? Because it's the game that it is, I think there's pressure on both teams. And that's just me being honest because I think both teams know so much rides on this game. And, like, you know, I've read a couple things. I, I never, ever used to read articles. Even when I, like, first left BYU, I never paid attention to them. But now that I'm no longer a player, I do, you know, I popped on the ESPN. I popped on a few things. All right, like, let's see what's going on. And I read a couple quotes by some Utah. I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was like former coaches. It might have even been Norm Chow with different people saying that the rivalry game means more to BYU than it does to Utah because Utah's in the Pac-12 conference. And even if they lose to BYU, they still have all the conference stuff at play. You know, and I, I, I don't believe that one bit because – you're still the University of Utah, and you're still in the state of Utah, and that still matters to the fan base. And you can feel what games matter to your fan base. And so I think there's pressure on both teams. Neither team wants to walk out of that stadium being the loser and then having to tell themselves, oh, sorry, guys, there's a lot more walking by me. That just totally screwed that up. Huh? All good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, this guy's, like, circling me. He, like, won't leave me alone. <laughs> okay, Go away, man. Sorry. I know, seriously. But, uh, you know, neither team wants to walk out of there the loser and have to tell themselves, hey, everything's going to be okay the rest of the season. Every team, every guy in that team wants to nail that down, get the W, and be able to be like, all right, good. For my season, we beat our opponent. We beat, you know, Utah or however, or however it goes both ways. So I think the pressure lands in both, in both teams' laps, and then how are they going to respond to that pressure? John, since 1972, a senior quarterback for BYU against Utah is 12-2. and two. Taysom Hill, fifth-year senior. You were a senior in 06 when you won that. Max Hall in 09, that's BYU's last win against Utah, was a senior. What role does that play in that game, being a senior? Well, I guess the odds are definitely in our favor, huh? So uh, I think that's a good thing. You know, I know Taysom's been around the rivalry a lot. He's definitely not somebody that's going to be overwhelmed by the situation. I'm sure he's been anticipating this game, wanting this game for a long time. And I think that as a players around that senior quarterback, I'm sure one of the big reasons of why it has an impact is because the way that it affects the players around the quarterback, not necessarily the quarterback itself, but by them knowing, hey, this is our experienced guy. They're going to play with a mindset that is going to be advantageous to that team. So I would say that's probably the biggest reason why. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, Utah has a new guy coming that's only really been with them for a little while. And 
you know, who's going to give you the advantage? The guy that's been the leader for one team for a long time or the guy that's the new guy for the other team? John Beck with us on BYU Sports Nation, former BYU quarterback. What does Taysom Hill do that impresses you the most, John? Well, I can give you what Taysom Hill did in the past seasons, and I think that's an easy answer for everybody, just the unbelievable athlete that he is. To have a guy with the ability that he had to throw the football and then tag that with just how unreal he was at running, that was super impressive. Now what he did this last game, I know that there's some people that have said, well, golly, he's not the same guy. I thought Taysom played in a manner that showed he's maturing as a quarterback. One of the first conversations I ever had with Steve Young was my freshman year, and I had busted my hand in a game, but he called me and said, listen, I'm really impressed with the way you make plays. I love the way you run around, but you have to be available for your team. You can be as exciting of a runner as you want, but I learned as a running quarterback, you have to be available for your team to play every down. So when I saw Taysom the way that he played this last game, I thought he was so smart with what he did at the end of runs. He has the ability. I swear that you could almost break almost like every tackle he is in because he's so strong and so powerful. But I saw him realize I don't need to, to fight for one extra yard right here. I can kind of just take a glancing blow, get out of bounds. I can get down right here. So for me, I saw a matured quarterback when it comes to the, the way that a quarterback has to play if you want to continue on and play at the next level. And those guys, I believe, are the ones that are the hardest ones to play against, meaning from a defensive standpoint, because they are so smart with what they do. And so that's what I am impressed with. I thought Taysom did a really good job of managing the game. Uh, you, you could tell that Ty is putting a lot of checks on him at the line of scrimmage uh, with the run game of where he's directing the runs. And I thought that, that because the way they effectively ran the ball, the way that Taysom was getting him in the right runs, it then set up the the keeper game, getting out on the edge. So I'm kind of excited for what they can do now based off of what they showed last week. Some people might say, well, hey, you know, BYU's a team that needs to throw the ball for 300 yards. Last week they didn't, but what they did do is if you're the, if you're the University of Utah, based off of the tape that BYU put out last week, you have so many things that now you have to stop. BYU showed so many dimensions last week that it's going to open up things for this week, and that's something that excites me. Fantastic stuff, John. 35 years young. Should we just call it that? You know, do what my wife does. I actually, she tries to put my actual age down, and I'm like, babe, come on, just put 29. Yeah. <laughs> she did it She did it for like four years in a row. She just put 29 on there. I'm like, come on, nice. just keep it this. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. All right, John, looking forward to the game tomorrow. We appreciate the insight and the conversation as always. Yep, you're welcome. We'll see you guys. All right, John Beck on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. What's your bold prediction for BYU Utah? At Nagao Kakio, one says, my bold prediction is that Jamal Williams gets more rushing yards than Utah and BYU wins. Well then. More bold predictions on the way, but first, former BYU and NFL linebacker Brian Keel joins us. Do you think he'll bring some opinion? BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by BYU Dining Services, chef-driven, student-powered. Welcome back, sports friends. We're live at Deseret First Credit Union yeah. just south of BYU's campus. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan broadcasting in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio 
and BYU TV. It wouldn't be a BYU event with some babies, without some babies. So, yeah, we got some babies in the back as well. <laughs> and it's awesome. Thanks to these fans for showing up. Hey, Countdown to Kickoff is live tomorrow at 6.30 Eastern time. We'll get you ready for BYU in Utah, BYU's one-hour pregame TV show. Check it out tomorrow night at 6.30 Eastern. Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines. The Cougars and Utes renew the rivalry. 91st edition of the football showdown at Rice Eccles Stadium. Game on Fox at 7.30 Eastern. That might be the feature game in all of college football tomorrow. Plus, plus Gus Johnson's on the call. Rise and fire! That'll be awesome. Seventh-ranked BYU women's soccer shut out SMU 4-0 last night. Michelle Murphy-Vasconcello scored two goals as the Cougars improved to 5-1. and one. They play Ohio State on the road Monday. What's Gus Johnson going to say when Taysom Hill does something spectacular? Old fella! Because he always <laughs> says young, right? Yeah, that's true. Is he going to go old fella? Yeah. The NFL kicked off last night with Denver and Carolina. Play continues Sunday as Dennis Pitt and DeAndre Wesley and the Ravens take on the Buffalo Bills. Pitt listed as the number one tight end on the depth chart. Baltimore tweeted out yesterday that Dennis is just ready, rearing, and excited to go at it because he's been waiting a long time. First game since September 21st of 2014, so good luck to Dennis and all of the former Cougars in action in the NFL. And the 10th-ranked women's volleyball team plays in the Idaho State Invitational this weekend in Pocatello, home of Taysom Hill. They'll play Boise State today at 6 Eastern, then Missouri and Idaho State tomorrow. Our second guest of the day joining us via the Deseret First Credit Union hotline is Brian Keel, another guy that played in that epic 2006 win at Rice-Eccles Stadium on the Beck to Harleen throwback. Brian, it's nice to have you back on the show, man. Hey, it's always a pleasure, fellas. What do you expect the feeling to be like at Rice-Eccles tomorrow when you run out as one of the alumni flag bearers? <laughs> For me, honestly, it, I, oh, I'm excited. I'm honored. But the biggest emotion that I'm going to have is jealousy of everybody that's wearing a helmet. Um, yeah, I I would give uh, I don't know I'd probably give my house away and live in a van down by the river if I could play in that game tomorrow night. Matt Foley, motivational speaker, is BYU's long snapper as well. By the way, um, tell us what it's like emotionally to play in that game. You played in a bunch. It's it's a different game, especially for me growing up in in Salt Lake. And going to every rivalry game at Rice Eccles at Lavelle Edwards every year, having a lot of family that are Utah fans, tons of friends of Utah fans. I love it, man. It's just, it's just, it's exciting. It's rivalry week. There's trash talk around the water coolers at work, and you know, bragging rights at church on Sunday, and it's just big. And then so to play in the game, it's, I mean, it's, it's different. It's your rival. Everything's on the line. It's hard to put into words, really. What is the atmosphere like as a player when you take the field and are in the midst of an intense game against the University of Utah in front of their home crowd? That's, honestly, I love playing at Rice Cycle Stadium because it's a hostile environment. I love going into the Lions then, um, just talking trash to the fans. The moment you get off the bus, the fans are there giving you grief, give it right back. It's, uh, it's fun, man. I, I, I miss it. I look forward to it tomorrow. When you look at uh, what's going into this game, new coaching staff for BYU, Kalani Satake's return to Utah, where he was there for 10 years, uh, senior quarterback and running back for BYU. How do you see this thing playing out tomorrow night? Yeah, I think, honestly, I, I, I said this in the, after we won the Vegas, or lost the Vegas, well, excuse me. After that game, I said, we're going to beat them in September. Um, I, and I, I, feel, I, feel, I feel very confident that we're going to beat them. I think we have a better team. 
overall team. And, um, and with a senior quarterback, a senior stud running back, I think it's going to make the difference. I think we're going to get the W, get the monkey off our backs, and just move forward. Is there more pressure on Utah or BYU to win this game? Uh, I would say the pressure's on Utah. They're in the Pac-12. They're, quote-unquote, the big boys. You know, I, I, think, I think the pressure's on them. And, and for us, I, I, I don't think it's, it's that big of a deal. we got a new coach, new system. Um, in my opinion, the pressure is all on them. Let's talk about turnovers because it's been unbelievable how the turnover margin has indicated who has won this game. In fact, the last 10 games, if BYU has been even or positive, they've won, and that's been three of the last 10. Uh, of course, five qu- uh, turnovers in the first quarter doesn't help, but how do, you, how do you see BYU trying to limit turnovers and then get some takeaways in this game? It's, it all comes down to turnovers. It's, it's this game or any game. The turnover margin, or whoever wins the turnover battle, it's like 80% win or something, 80, 80, 85. It's crazy. So going back to the Vegas Bowl, last time these two teams played, that was the difference. I mean, Utah had an avalanche of turnovers, won them the game by the hair of their titty chin chin. So if we can take control of the ball on offense and go after the ball on defense, we're going to come away with the W tomorrow. Jake Oldroyd just went by us in a car. That was, Jake Oldroyd just went by in the car. That was Jake Oldroyd. That was the winning that's, kicker. That's hilarious. That's karma, Brian Keel. Does he, does he not have class? What is he doing? <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's right. dialed in for tomorrow. Absolutely. <laughs> let's, let's talk about uh, Jake Oldroyd and what you saw from BYU against Arizona that either adds to your confidence going into Utah tomorrow or maybe takes away. What, what did you see that you're like, yeah, okay, uh, BYU, I feel more confident or less confident that they're going to beat Utah? You know, everybody's been so excited about that win. and I'm so, so me, I mean, obviously I'll take the win. I love it. But I'm disappointed because we almost blew it. We Honestly, we should have beat them about 30 to 10. And uh, those two late touchdowns that they scored, they're just disappointing for me. And uh, I had a coach he, he, at Washington. He said something I really like. I've said it before, but he said, never accept in victory what you wouldn't accept in defeat. And, and I think that's important. So, mm. so you, you, you take the win. You're glad to have the win, but you don't. You can't hang your hat because we're, you know, we're a field goal away from losing that game. And, and it's because, you know, as a defensive player, it's because we, we let down. You know, you've got to be at your best when your best is needed. And when our best was needed at the end of that game, our defense didn't show up. And so, so yeah, there were some great things I saw. Jamal, Jamal Williams was just the best thing, the best part of that whole game. He was running like an absolute beast. And um, if we can get some more of that tomorrow, then we're going to be victorious. Brian, tomorrow you'll run out the alumni flag, one of them. Uh, if you have the chance to address the team and Kalani gives you like 30 seconds, what would you tell those guys right before the game? Oh man, I don't even know. I would well, first of all, I'd try not to start crying because <laughs> I, I know I would get emotional. But I think the biggest thing that I would talk about is is destiny, and um, you know, just this is your chance to 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 make your mark. And there's amazing games that have gone before you, and and this is your chance to put your name in in the history books, to write a sentence, to have a paragraph, and and then it it, it it's fleeting. Football is a game, it's a kid's game, and some of us are fortunate to play it longer than others. And then eventually we all move on and we miss it every day for the rest of our lives, and this is their chance to leave their legacy. 
Brian, what on the field matchup? Let's go matchup? on the field. Yes. Let's go. Let's, Let's just go. right now. Let's play. What on the field matchup intrigues you the most in tomorrow's game? Um, that's I, I think really it's going to come down to how our offensive line can handle their very, 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 very good defensive line. And that's in getting Jamal room to run and in keeping Taysom upright. And that, that will be a huge key to the game and a huge key to victory. Awesome stuff, Brian. It's always good to talk to you. It's been too long. We're, I'm sorry that we waited so long to do this again. We've missed yeah. you, Brian. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> we'll pick up our game. Enjoy the game tomorrow, man. All right. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. Brian Keel on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. One of the three alumni flag bearers for BYU tomorrow. And this was well calculated yes, this is awesome. on BYU's part with Johnny Harleen, Brian Keel, and the general, Cameron Jensen. All in the 2006 game. Brian, of course, played in the 07 game, too. Brian went out with back-to-back -back wins against Utah. Baller. Mm-hmm. Baller. Up next on BYU Sports Nation. Oh, come on. They're pouring in ice. Jerem in a dunk tank <laughs> with ice, no less. But more of your bold predictions and tweets for BYU and Utah. Ha! <laughs> <That's> <laughs> BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out live at Deseret First Credit Union just off of BYU's campus on a beautiful it is great late wow. summer morning or early afternoon, depending on where you are and, and what you're is, doing. It is the summer. Yeah, it's not falling until like the 21st, 21st or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I had to check myself last night when I was doing the women's soccer match. I was like, oh, beautiful summer <laughs> evening. <laughs> That's not awkward at all. <laughs> hey, speaking of awkward, tomorrow, 6.30 Eastern time, it's going to get weird. BYU and Utah, our one-hour pregame show on BYU TV. Uh, Spencer will be in uh, Salt Lake. Dave, Blaine, Brian, David will be in Provo, so come hang out. By the way, I just noticed there is a Utah fan here. Like, a Utah fan just showed up. He's and, and here's the thing. As, as the BYU fans boo, he's wearing a Sugar Bowl shirt. I Should guess he went to the – did you go to the game? He went to the game. Should okay. we be surprised that a Utah fan would show up I'm surprised there weren't for more. this show yeah. during this week? Yeah. Like, at, at least there's one. Like, there's representation, right? There's an opposition <laughs> in all things we learn in these parts, right? <laughs> yes, there, there is an evil yeah. to every good. You know, you, know, you know what we ought to do is get him in the dunk tank after me. Who's, yeah, who's in yeah. favor of that? Who's in favor of the Utah fan? Who's in favor of the Utah fan going in the dunk tank? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there I were at least four people that agreed with me. I think people are more excited about you going in the dunk tank, quite honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's your that, that thing you do. Is that our fan? That is our fan. Is that my dunk tank fan? Yeah. <laughs> what, what are they, the O-Neaters? <laughs> it's the O-Neaters. <laughs> the Wonders. <laughs> What is your bold prediction for BYU versus Utah? At Daniel Ryan Evans tweeting in Mitchell Jurgens with the go-ahead game-winning TD catch. Mm. Also, Ty Detmer will call one trick play, and it will be successful. Now would be the time to bust it out a little bit. Open up the playbook, right? Yes. Revealed this the sealed portion of the playbook. <laughs> of the playbook. <laughs> <laughs> if it's translated correctly, yes. I think that BYU opens up the playbook more. Taysom Hill alluded to this. Uh, it's game one. The offensive coordinator hasn't shown you all his cards quite yet. I think that we're going to see some wrinkles we didn't see. And I think you're right that BYU will pass the ball more in this game. They passed the ball 29 times. I think Taysom Hill gets into the mid-30s. Taysom Hill went 18 for 48 passing the last time he played against Utah. 
I think for around 260 yards. They forced him to throw yes. the ball. I don't think that they're going to try anything different because if BYU can establish the run with Jamal Williams, That's I think a big Utah if. has – they're in dire straits if Jamal starts to run wild. Oh, they'll be in – BYU will win the game if the Cougars can rush the ball yes. effectively. Yes, it's, it's Utah's defense is good. They always have good defenses. Their corners are excellent. Uh, they have a really good safety in Marcus Williams who – not only intercepted a pass, but stripped a guy and re- recovered the fumble against Southern Utah. He's, he's a ball hawk like Kai Nakua back now. It's a great defense BYU faces. I think they will load the box because they know. Kyle Whittingham told us on the show, he runs like a running back is supposed to run. Yes. He's violent. And I think Taysom Hill will run more. He was 11 for 37. Those aren't good numbers for Taysom Hill. And, of course, Sacks way into that. There were a couple for Arizona. I think that Taysom Hill has to be an effective runner in this game. What was the best thing you heard from either John Beck or Brian Keel? And if you missed both of those interviews, you need to watch or listen to the show earlier. Emotional stuff from two guys that know what it's like to win at Rice Cycle Stadium. I had the, I had the idea and John uh, expressed a similar thought, which was Taysom Hill did look different, but it was on purpose, is that he's trying to stay healthy. He needs to be there for this team throughout the season. So that's why you don't see Taysom Hill going reckless into people and through tackles. He's trying to avoid excess contact so that he can stay healthy. I think that's a big thing for BYU this season. That said, if there is a situation where BYU is on the goal line and Taysom Hill needs one yard to score a touchdown or a first down, that's where you will see him go back to the Taysom of old. And he said that, look, if we need it in a critical situation, I'm going to do what I need to do. And I like that attitude. Protect yourself for the most part. But Protect every once in a while, before you wreck yourself. Every once in a while, you need to helicopter into the end zone, a la John Elway, 98 Super Bowl, right? Sometimes you got to just get a helicopter. Let's go, man. Said no one. All right. I love that Brian Keel talked about the emotions of wanting to play in the game again, where we said, what are you going to be feeling? And he's like, number one, I'm going to be feeling jealousy of everyone that gets to wear a helmet in that game tomorrow. Here's a guy that loves the rivalry. I mean, he, everything about it. And he grew up in uh, – he went to Brighton, so he grew up in uh, Salt Lake County. Heart so of Sa- in he's surrounded – In Pac-12 country. He's in back, back then it was Mountain West, Mountain West country, Spencer, and before that, WAC country. No one says that. Uh, <laughs> b- everyone bleeds red. It's science. <laughs> There's a billboard for Utah that says everyone bleeds red. And what? then Boney Fuller responded, it's science. It's science. What's your bold prediction for BYU versus Utah? At Toshalin19, who was in the crowd today, tweets in, last year we had Manga Miracle number one and number two, so I'm predicting game-winning Oldroid kick number two. And he, I wasn't kidding. He drove by us. By the way, is this Utah fan? Are you cool going in the dunk tank? He's going in. Look, he's climbing up there. He's going to do it. He's embracing it. He's the only youth that's a good sport. Please, somebody put him in the water right now. <laughs> Jerem, you're not getting out of this either. I got to go change. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. We are live from Deseret First Credit Union south of BYU's campus. Jerem Jordan. I'm ready to rock. Is sporting some of the BYU Sports Nation swag out of Studio B. The cap that I believe was given to us. By the BYU swim yes. and dive team. Was it Jake Taylor or was it just the swim and dive team? I don't remember. I can't remember. Someone important. All I know is you, you're wearing it I'm, the right way this time. Yeah, yeah. I wore it backwards last so time. So that's good. So this is what it's like to be Ryan Lochte. <laughs> it's it's words a, that I never thought I, I would can, hear. Can use the restroom wherever I want. You know, it's, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Okay, we're gonna, <laughs> let's dunk this Ute so he can uh, hopefully get this w- water a little warm. They've dumped a bunch of ice in this. 
I can't believe it. Okay, now Greg Wright is going to be the man, the, the guy that showed oh, up course. with the BYU Sports Nation blue goggle yeah. decal on the back yeah. of his truck and Sailor Coogan, all of that stuff. Okay. He's going to be the man Here we go. that has the first opportunity to dunk our Sugar Bowl T-shirt champion-wearing friend. <laughs> the Ute that showed up. All right, Greg, go ahead, man. Give it a go. See what you got. Oh, oh. he just missed. Just low and left. And oh, you know, here we go. Here cave. we go. The Utah fan annoyingly claps. You <laughs> <laughs> took two of three from Utah in baseball. Oh! There it is. There it is. And he's down. Nice. And he's nice. down. Oh, that's cool. How does it feel? Yes, the words out of hey. his mouth. Oh, that's cold. Hey, let's give it up for this Utah fan yes, who's a good, a good sport. sport. Yeah, he's the only what a one. Good sport. He's the only one that we could find. <laughs> yes. All right, my turn. Like it or not. <laughs> yeah, now it's Jerem's turn. While Jerem is getting set, and we'll see who has the honors of uh, attempting to dunk him. Let's get to today's Rise and Shout, brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most, DexterLaw.com. In Jerem's behalf, I am going to give it to Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby. Bob Bowlesby. There you go. Jerem has now added his voice to that. What is your bold prediction for BYU and Utah tomorrow? Some tweets now as we go to the Twitter machine and Jerem is still getting situated. At G Hansen 25 says Jamal will be the best Williams on the field, and he and Taysom combined for 220 yards rushing. They weren't far off that last week against Arizona, but this defense is a much more disciplined, better defense that they will be facing. So that is bold for sure. Our elite tweet of the day from at Brett Meekum. Johnny Linehan punts in the final minute, bounces off of a Ute, and we dive on it in the end zone for a game-winning punt. Wow. I, I, I'm really focused on this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jerem's legs are becoming number and number by the moment. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't feel it. Okay. Well, the Utah fans survived it, so certainly you can survive oh, yeah, it, right, it Jerem? Bring it on. Rocking the black BYU Sports Nation t-shirt and the BYU Swim and Dive cap. Now... It appears that Jerem has family involved that would like to see him very cold and wet with one throw. Okay, have at it. His, his wife, Whitney, is now in the building, and she tweeted out yesterday, oh, I have a chance to dunk Jerem. You better believe I'm going to be there. Here we go. Okay, Whitney, give it a go. First, oh, she hit it, but it didn't release the button. <laughs> she was on target. He was so scared. He was so scared for a second. Okay, uh, now we're going to bring in Venna. Okay, a, li a little shy. You know what? Let's just go ahead and push it. <laughs> Jerem. Jerem has been dunked. Beat the U. Yes. Beat the U. Beat the U. Jerem Jordan taking one for the BYU Sports Nation team. How does that, how's that water feel, Jerem? I shouldn't be surprised that he would do this because he jumped in a pool of like 46 degree water when we were in Las Vegas uh, outside of the team hotel. So yeah, I don't know why. He, actually, I do know why he always gets stuck with that stuff because Jeremy does it to himself. More tweets on your bold predictions for BYU and Utah. At BYU Coob 32 says BYU will score on the first play of the game and be up 21 nothing at half and won't let Utah score until the end of the third quarter. Remember, BYU has not won this rivalry game by double figures 
in 20 years. That was the 96th game in Salt Lake City. BYU won 37-17, and that 96 team was very, very special. It goes without saying what they did 14-1. So I'll be shocked, shocked if BYU wins by double figures just because of the nature of this game and the way it generally plays out, especially with two conservative offenses. Now, Jerem is yeah. toweling off. How do you feel, man? It felt it, it feels really good. I don't know what that Ute was complaining about. It felt great. It's hot outside. It's so always, yeah, don't need to whine. Let's just enjoy, <laughs> right? That's what I always say to my youth friends. Are you shivering right now? No, no, I, I'm serious. I feel great. I'll go again. I'll go again. You're going Let's to go do again. it again. Jerem's he's, he's a glutton for punishment. Good grief. No more, Jerem. Why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> Live in the moment. It's, yeah, you know, does this feel as good as shaving your head, Jerem? It's hot out. Let's go. All right. While Jerem gets dunked one more time, we're going to let some more fans of Blue Goggles have a go at it. Ooh, Jerem, that was just a little bit wide left. Now, the strike zone is being tested right now. He is wearing Blue Goggles. That should help his vision, right? Oh! <laughs> Uh, while we are attempting to dunk Jerem again, let's give a big thanks to John Beck and Brian Kill. If you missed the podcast, and he's down. Download it on iTunes. We're available on Stitcher as well and the TuneIn app. Check us out on BYUtv.org. There are a million ways to enjoy BYU Sports Nation. It's rivalry week between BYU and Utah. 91st time these teams will meet the Cougars trying to win in Salt Lake City at Rice Echo Stadium for the first time in 10 years. And we all know what happened 10 years ago. John Beck to Johnny Harleen, 33-31. Can BYU exercise the demons and make it happen against the Utes. A reminder, our show is on demand, BYUSN.com. You can join our conversation whenever you feel like it on the Twitter machine. Tell us your bold predictions, whether you get them in during the live show or not. <laughs> Jerem's now throwing things at me, which I shouldn't be surprised. You need to get back up here and throw something, man. Show on demand, BYUSN.com. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Eric Thornton. We are back to work on Monday at noon Eastern. Everybody enjoy the rivalry game tomorrow. BYU-Utah win!